This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. Good morning. Sorry, we were just sitting here watching. Uh, um, it's every week. I, mean, I put on the TVs. It's just no, but this the 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 fire in, oh, in Maui, in, in Maui, Lahaina. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I, have you ever been there? Uh, let me tell you. Such every be- time I've gone to Hawaii, or at least I try to, something bad's happened to the plane. So no, oh. I have not. Once was a, a plane, ex- well, not explosion, I should say, but, you know, one of the engines burst into flames, so we had to make an emergency landing, so couldn't go there, and then the next time, <laughs> it was a COVID pandemic, so. You probably don't want to go to Hawaii. It yeah, might be I, a sign. I think I think it's a sign where I have to stay in the mainland area, and it sucks, because I want to go visit Hawaii. I'm just saying, this is super sad, because, like, oh, Lahaina yeah. is, like, um, where the uh, Hawaiian kingdom, like, what, yeah, so, uh, and what a cool place, you know, and. Man, I tell you what, watching all those people, and you have to understand something about there. They're right about getting in and out of there. Right. Like one road. So they, that's why all those people end up jumping, jumping in the water and everything else to try to get away. Cause they, I was listening to, and they were saying that all these cars were on the road and the roads were just jam packed bumper to bumper. You couldn't go anywhere. And then so. did you hear that news break we had earlier where uh-uh. they were, uh, the, he was saying how, uh, people were getting that emergency alert late. Henceforth, yeah. why everyone is so jam-packed on the roads. If they mm-hmm. got it earlier, then they would have been able to uh, deviate from all the traffic or at least plan ahead of this whole traffic situation as well. So, Correct. Well, yeah. I, wa- I listened to him talk to talk to a lady that was there that they, they got out, but she was in the whole marina. I mean, the marina there, the boats caught on fire, everything. Like, she, uh, she said that... Uh, um, she had called in about a small fire. She saw a small fire, you know, mm-hmm. like, and she called it in. And then they said, oh, well, it's, uh, um, we know what it is. It's, you know, we got, it's getting taken care of. And then she said, all of a sudden, like, a couple hours go by. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's not a small fire. It's a big fire now. So, Jeez. yeah, I wondered that. But very sad, man. Very sad. So, um, severe damage, for sure. Severe damage. And what a beautiful place it was, which is makes it even more sad. I mean, you know, in, in, in the history there and everything. So. Anyway, uh, but hopefully they'll rebuild and everything will come back because Maui's a beautiful place. So I feel really bad for those folks. And they said like 88 people passed away um, from that. So not not a good thing. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's see. What are we talking about today? Did I tell you? No. That's because I always wanted to be a surprise. <laughs> surprise. Surprise. Uh, what are we talking about Oh, price versus cost. <laughs> I love this segment. <laughs> you know what that's about? No. So, what is the price and the cost of auto repair? The price is what somebody quotes you, right? Yes. The cost is if they do a terrible job, it breaks down, you got to tow it back, and you add oh, all that yeah. stuff in. You miss a day of work, and all. so it could go up like 10 times, right? Yes. We don't want that. No. Never. Yeah, so... Um, you know, it's funny, I was, I was talking to um, a client of ours, 
and she was talking about um, saving money, and she could. She's like, "Oh, you know, my! I think my starter's going out. And if I just go buy a, you know, starter from like one of the uh, uh, major box retailers, we'll call them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention them, but anyway." Um, I was like, yeah, here's the problem with that. She's like, oh, there's this one company that has a lifetime guarantee. I was just going to say that. I was like, I was <laughs> like, okay, so this is how that lifetime guarantee works. So you put it on the car. It goes out in six months. You pay to have it taken back off the car. You go back, swap it out, put it back on the car. It goes out in six months again. But I, I said, your life gets really short if you keep taking the starter on and off the car. Yeah. It becomes extremely expensive too. So quality there's something to be said for quality right yes yeah it which will help prevent uh um you from spending lots of extra money on labor and redoing things so yeah because that short amount that you're going to pay a little bit more for a better part goes a long way a super long way (laughs) yeah so and your car will start and your yeah and you don't have to yeah boy i'll tell you what i learned back in the day um I was in the uh, Navy, and I had a Chevy Chevette. It was the first car I had here. Bought it for $500. It was a great deal. Was that a hybrid? <laughs> they didn't have <laughs> hybrids then. <laughs> so, are you making fun of me right no, now? No, I am not. <laughs> it was partially a hybrid, but no. No, no. It only had one battery in it, and it was the one that started the car. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what year was that? Yeah, I think it was a 85 Chevy Chevette or something mm. like that. Let me think. No. 82 Chevy Chevette, I think it was. So, anyway. I got it. Somebody had painted it with a paintbrush. Oh, nice. But it was a beautiful blue. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that deal with that was I lived off base and I only had a motorcycle. And I was like, I need a car for when it rains. You know, or if I need to carry some stuff around. So, it was a four-door Chevy Chevette. This uh, guy I knew in the Navy had it. And I was like, oh, I'll, fix, I'll just fix it up. And I'll yeah. drive that thing. It's good on gas, four-cylinder, right? That thing, starter went out on it. The only problem with that thing was, and this is where I learned my lesson as a young technician, uh, the only problem with that car was to replace the starter motor, you had to take the master cylinder off to get the starter out. Oh, jeez. So every time that you have to replace the starter, you got to bleed out the brakes and everything, yeah. right? Get all the air. You got to go through this whole process, right? So there used to be, there was this, back in the day, back then, there was a place called Auto Parts Club. So think of the quality there. Yeah. They don't exist anymore. They haven't <laughs> for years. But- and there was a company, they sold a lot of Apex Reman stuff, it was called. It was junk. Yeah. Like, you could buy a starter for $12 remanufactured. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. The, the problem is, I took that starter on and off that car so many times that finally I was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> like, you know. But it was me doing it for myself. But, I mean, still, it wasted a lot of my time. Yeah. So, my point to that is, quality parts yeah. are well worth it. And how valuable your time is, too. Correct, correct. Correct, correct. Um, $12 starter seemed like a great idea <laughs> in the beginning, but it was not. So, uh, yeah, just one of those things anyway. All, all good. Um, but anything automotive related, if you want to talk to us about why we're doing this this morning, is one 888 It's 888-344-1170. It's got to be about 78 degrees inside the studio, I'm thinking. It's really hot in here, isn't it's it? It's a little warm, yeah. Yeah. Turn I can, the, turn I can always the, have you move into uh, the other studio. No, I just want you to go turn up the AC, Brennan. We can't. We shut off the AC in this room, particularly, so we can save money. <laughs> no, Are you being uh, serious? Yeah, the other studio has all our tech stuff. That's how, like, we broadcast off on so Tennis can, there. 
So uh, that explains why I'm sweating <laughs> over yeah. here. If you know, if you want to move over the break, we could do that. Later well, you just on. put a hole in this window, and the AC will come through. Uh, I can't. I can't because uh, uh, we rent here. We don't actually own this floor or anything like well, that. Well, so. I'm sure you all built this out because it's a studio. I doubt it was a studio when you when you bought, rented it. I get uh, sort of yes, but at the same time, we had permission by the building to do those kind of things. I don't think we'll have permission to put a hole into a hole. Those kind of things are called TIs, tenant improvements. Okay, gotcha. Yes. <laughs> those kind of things. <laughs> You could Google that, though. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But See, it is I thought, a bit warm I thought TI was a calculator back in my days, but you know, <laughs> that's just me being, you know. That that would be Texas Instruments. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, though. All good. All right, folks. 1-888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Apparently, we're on a weight loss program while doing the show here. Uh, sweating away. But it's it's all good. Um. But we're here to talk to you about anything automotive related. And we're talking about cost versus price. So, and we'll dig into this a bit, but really the basis of this has to do with, you know, we get so many people and, and folks ask this question because they don't know what else to ask. But, you know, all right, how much is it to put? Well, today I often find this interesting that it costs you so much more money. The one that I've seen so much lately is people that call and say, how much for an alternator for my car? And you're like, well, okay, first off, why do you need an alternator? How do you know this? Well, a car won't start or whatever. Okay. it's I, I've seen three tickets now that came in that notes like customer wanted an alternator, recommended diagnose. They wanted to die. We diagnosed it. Mm-hmm. It's not the alternator. I mean, there's a million other things, right? Yeah. One was a fusible link. Yep. Uh, one, what was the other? One was just a battery. Oh, that was on the Sienna. Okay, so but I look at yeah. all the invoices, you know, yeah, from yeah, all the yeah. locations where I flip through them and see each day. So when they come across my desk from the next day, um, so I'm always just looking to see, you know, what's going on and stuff. And yeah, so that would have been a very expensive mistake for oh, somebody, yeah. you know. And we always explain that to somebody. Shoot, what do you do? You put an alternator. Well, in some of these cars, an alternator, you can spend a thousand dollars by the time it's installed. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, easy. Some of them are not an easy spots to get to, and the alternators aren't cheap because everything's electronic and expensive now. Uh, at least for quality ones, yeah. right? Uh, replacement ones that that are the same quality that came on your car originally. Because once again, we don't. Uh, when it takes four hours to replace an alternator, um, we don't like to put junk on them because if it fails, then we have to warranty it and yeah. we don't want to waste four hours. So if you put a good part on there, the chances are things are going the right way, right? Yep. But to put an alternator on and you don't need an alternator, then you're back at square one. Yeah. You gotta and be you've got an alternator. Yeah, you got to be careful where you get your information. Yeah. You know, just, uh... Yeah, yeah. Google's great, but not for car repair. Yeah, doesn't work out so well. So, yeah. so that's what Paul uses when he works on his car. But that <laughs> yeah, explains right. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You, yeah. um, I walked here. I walked here. <laughs> <laughs> it was easier. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so one of those things that uh, you want to be very careful with in uh, um, uh, making sure that. Uh, the car's diagnosed properly first. And, and you folks hear me talk about, once again, this goes to the cost and price, though. Quality diagnosis by a qualified facility is the best money you will ever spend on any repair. It will save you so much money in the long run over years uh, and things like that. So uh, just be extremely uh, um, cautious about that and make sure that, you know, you're getting your car diagnosed properly. Um, and, and 
not replacing parts that you don't need to replace, etc. So we see so many cars, and I talk. I know I talk about this all the time, but we see cars come in all the time with things replaced on it, and the problem hasn't been fixed, right? Yeah. Like people throwing stuff at a car. I don't think they are. I think they take it somewhere, and somebody doesn't diagnose the vehicle properly. So uh, they then put parts on the car, doesn't fix the car. Pretty soon they ended up as us. We get it diagnosed, and we're like, well, you need this. So we see a lot of that. Yeah. But it is what it is. Anyway, okay, folks, 1-888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. We're going to take our first break here. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back. Welcome back. We're talking cars. Everything cars, right, Brendan? Shake your head, Correct. yes. Correct, Amundo. Uh oh, he's Amundo in it. Here we go. So anyway, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Do want to remind you, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of uh, West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at twenty two hundred Auto Parkway in Escondido, AAA approved and Star certified. Taking care of folks up there in North County Inland for over 30 years now. Yay. Long time. Yeah. Almost as old as you are. Mm, not quite. <laughs> when I started, what were you, 11? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, huh? the, yeah. oh, that's right. Escondido. I was thinking the other store. No, no, no. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved out there in East County. That's 11 years, though. Yeah. Yep. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, AAA approved and smog certified right there in central San Diego for over six years now. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks over there for over four years now. Time just flies when you're having fun. Yeah. And of course, now our newest, newest West Oceanside Automotive and Transmission up at, uh, 229 South Coast Highway in Oceanside, right there, a beautiful view of the ocean um, for over a few months now. Started May 1st, right? Yeah. But that group of guys, same group of guys that were there with Oceanside Transmission, they're great guys, so uh, worked out well to make them part of uh, our organization, man. So uh, five five shops strong out there to help you and take care of you. Uh, anywhere, pretty much anywhere you are in the county, just drive to one. Yep. There you go, right? So uh, all of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and my employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason, and that is we believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle serviced or repaired and find out what quality automotive service repair is all about for sure. Uh, you can jump on westautomotivegroup.com to make your appointments for all of your uh, um, automotive needs. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also uh, proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Great thing. Talk to your service uh, advisor or uh, uh, consultant or your service manager at one of my locations, and they'll get you all handled. 
Uh, also, get in and take advantage if you think you have a transmission problem or sort of care transmission diagnosis. If you think you have any other kind of problem, drivability, check engine light, etc., same thing. Jump on westautomotivegroup.com. Get in. We'll get you taken care of. We have uh, also a shuttle rides tour from work or home for, for you and uh, low-cost rental vehicles at all uh, all four low. That's, that's five locations now. My paper's wrong. <laughs> I got to fix that. With the old paper? No. Yeah, it's an old paper. Everything's on here, but it says four instead of five. Not So whoop, that's out. Right in, in with a pen. Uh, you can jump on uh, westautomotivegroup.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We always put out little cool tweets and posts and things about automotive-related stuff. Once again, that's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also check out the Automan segments where I'm the Automan on the CW and Fox 5 News or Auto Talk Radio page. Or if you want to pick up the podcast, you can pick them up at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. All there for your listening pleasure. That's Or, like I said, go to westautomotivegroup.com and you can find all of that. All right, let's see what Tim's up to. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing amazing this morning. How about yourself? Good, good. Hey, got a question. I'm struggling and I need some good advice, so that's why I called in. You- you guys are solid. We'll Thanks. give it a shot. Okay. So uh, I blew the engine in my vehicles, a 2007 Camry. Okay. So I went to look for a new vehicle in the, gosh darn it, uh, the Toyota dealers were just terrible, you know, trying to buy a new vehicle. So now I'm wondering if I should just go with that straight six Lexus ISGS uh straight six engine naturally aspirated because those things last forever mm-hmm. what do you think um what year are you looking at and you're what are you looking like the, the is like 250 or a 300 300 it's got the, uh, yeah it's got that straight six. Oh, the 3.0 yeah okay exactly yeah but what year well, is what years are you looking at uh well it goes from 99 up to 2005 and i can Correct. get a low mile one is what i was thinking it's a good um, little car, I will tell you that. No question about it. It's a great little car. So, um, and they're very reliable and in good quality. So, that is a great option if you can find one that's lower mileage, of course, and maintain well. Yeah, yeah, right, right. With the records, exactly. And um, any suggestions? You know, if my backup plan now, I went from buying a new Toyota to a um, to that. Is there any tips you can give me on buying a new Toyota in case I have to fall back on that? Yeah. You know, I, I'll tell you a story about, so it, I was so amazed and I won't say who it was, but so I bought a new Ford Ranger in 2020, right before the vehicle shortage happened. Right. But at the same time, getting somebody to call me back was extremely difficult. I actually called the principal that I know of a Ford dealer. He was fishing right. in Cabo, but I called him on his cell phone and I was like, Hey, I'm just going to tell you something. Like, I've called, I've talked to your sales manager, like, two different ones, three times. Nobody calls me back, and he's all, you're kidding me. It, needless to say, I had a brand new Ford Ranger in, like, two days, exactly the one I wanted. But it was. Uh-huh. It took me months because I didn't want to bother him, and I made all these calls, and nobody would call back. It was the strangest thing ever. I was like, don't you guys sell cars? I mean, what, what do you do? Like, I want to buy a car. Like, I don't know. So is that kind of the problem you're having? Well, I'll just give it to you straight. Um, Buena Park uh, Toyota, the um, Auto Nation. Mm-hmm. I call up. They said they have the car. Okay. I said, okay. 
I did the negotiating over the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I show up with this amount of money, will you sell me the car? They said yes. So I go up there from San Diego. It's three and a half hours, stop and go, rubber band traps. I get up there. <laughs> yes. Get a hold of Anthony. Well, you know, <laughs> he goes, no, we sold the car three days ago. What? I just called you earlier today. I called you five hours ago. And, and so they didn't have anything else that they make it the same deal on? Nope. Nope. I'll talk to the general manager. Came back. We got nothing. I said, <sighs> do you have anything on order? And they go, not that we're going to sell you. And I said, well, have I done something wrong? You know? And they said, no, it's a car shortage. Huh. Well, that's crazy. Not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't buy a car from yeah. them now anyway. I got to be honest with you. So, um, I am a big person on, on relationships and people helping you and stuff like that. So when it comes to there, there, there's a, there's a dealership that I, I wouldn't, I've bought cars from several cause we have them and they're wrapped in our fleet. Um, and there was a warranty issue on something that, uh, um, straight out just like that. I kind of, I got lied to about it. And then uh, uh, it became not a warranty issue, but that was not the statements made. So I will never buy a car from them again. So um, just because of that, I was like, you know what? And the service manager is the one that burned that relationship. But um, and I bought like nine cars from them, but I I will I will never buy another car from them. So so kind of the same thing that happened to you. And it's like, wow, you really? That's how you're going to treat me? Okay, cool. I'm good. I'm done. So, yeah. um, yeah, you know, did, where, what area do you live in, Tim? I know you're in San Diego, but I mean, are you East County, North County? Uh, Ramona. Oh, Ramona. Ramona. Okay. All right. Yep. Have you... Here's the kicker. Go ahead. Here's the kicker. I waited two weeks. I called back up there because they were still advertising the car. Uh-huh. And they said they had the car and they'd sell it to me if I came up and bought it. The same thing they did to me before. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they actually had you didn't go the second time obviously. No, no, I didn't. But I mean <laughs> That's crazy. That is totally crazy. Yeah. So I and yeah, that makes <laughs> I I would have said if I drive up there and that car's not there it's going to be a serious problem. It happened but, to me years ago too. That did. I was looking for a Dodge Dakota. Uh-huh. And I wanted a four-wheel drive and I drove all the way to Orange County from San Diego. And I get there it's two-wheel drive. Like, yeah, but it's still a truck. I'm like I want a full drive truck, dude. <laughs> that, yeah, and so that you know, I I wonder sometimes if they just tell you they have the car and then they figure if you get up there they can sell you something else. Bait and switch. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah. have and no luck with any of the local Toyota dealers here in San Diego. I take it. Well, uh, I I did go to there's one in a neighboring town. I don't want to mention them because. They have a really great service department, but okay. I went to them and the sales department. I mean, they tried to eat me alive. What was it? Oh. I think they five thousand to the MSRP. Whoa, whoa, yeah, wow, and that was man. their start. And you know, I think the big thing is the first thing you ask for is the invoice, and then you mm. negotiate for the price that Correct. they get for. Correct, right? And they weren't having that. Gotcha. Oh, okay. I walked. Well, and when I was when I was trying to buy my truck, 
Um, there was a dealer that's not too far from you that I also talked to. Um, that was not where I ended up getting my truck, but I called, you know, and I, so I almost call on different dealers and they wanted to sell me a truck that was a year older for more money than, than, uh, uh, what I ended up buying the brand new one from for the, the newer year, the actual year model that was the newest, you know? So, um, and I was like, no, they're like, well, it's the same truck. Yeah. It's the same truck, but it's a year older. So that's not what, you know, trying to do here. So anyway, uh, I ended up, uh, took quite a bit of time, but got a great deal on the truck that I bought. So, but yeah, buying a new car is not any fun anymore. Yeah. Years ago, I used to talk to the fleet department. I know I'm sure it's changed now, but when I wanted like that specific truck, I knew every model I wanted, like every uh, option. Yeah. And I called five dealers and I went through and then I, I started off like, oh, I want, um, 500 over invoice, but I I guess they don't really deal like that anymore. And I had like dealers fighting for me back then. Yeah. Back then they were selling lots of cars. Now I, I, now I do, I, I I do, we went through a shortage thing, but I think that's starting to not be so true. You actually drive by the lots. Like, you know, the way I could tell this every morning uh, or when I drive into my office at the Escondido store, our Escondido store, the, the, the lots were like, like Cadillac, there was a car and then five spaces and oh, a car that. and five yeah, spaces. Yeah. I was like, oh, there is a car shortage. These guys don't have cars. Same thing on all the car dealers there. Now they're all jam-packed full again. So maybe they're just I, I playing think the game? They're playing the game, yeah. man. I, it's so, you know, um, but interesting. Yeah, I don't, yeah, uh, I, I don't, it's no fun to buy a car now. It used to be fun, you know. You found a car that you kind of wanted and then you got to do a little haggling over it and you ended up with a car, right? So I, right. you know what, Tim, I don't know what to tell yeah, you I about that. I wish I had a better just, solution for you. <laughs> yeah, it just seems to me like you, you just got to keep going through the process, you know, and, and trying to find somebody that'll take care of you and be legitimate with you. So, and you well, know what I, I often do is kind of like, you obviously have been looking online, right? The different Toyota dealers. And that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, just keep a good eye and don't overpay for anything, you know, and, and, and just see, but uh I, I have met I a friend of mine bought wanted a new AMG Mercedes and he paid twenty thousand dollars over over uh um uh, MSRP on That's it. Crazy because he wanted wow. that car. I was like, yeah, dude, I would never. I said I'd want a twenty thousand dollar discount. I'm not, but you know, he did. That's what he wanted. So, um, I think there's a lot of that going on out there. I really do right now. So and it's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little hesitant with that IS300 because it is, you know, older. So they're, you know, they're good cars, but um, that actually was one of Toyota's best motors, though. That's a Toyota motor. That's a a great motor. The straight, the inline. Yeah, Yeah. I just wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but if you find one that's lower mileage around the 2005 Air, I mean, and that's Uh been good, taken good care of. You know, it's got a hundred thousand miles or so in it on it, um, and it's been serviced. I mean, it's. It'll definitely be cheaper than buying a new car. That's true. Even if you got to do some service work to it. So, um, and those are nice little cars. They are, they are nice little cars. Rear-wheel drive too. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, Lexus yeah, the, makes good stuff. The history where that straight six they bought the engineering rights BMW did, mm-hmm. and for that straight six engine, which was a solid, and then they had different generations, and then Toyota bought the. Next generation and BMW, that's still their straight six that they sell, you know? 
And it's generation after generation, so they had a lot of time to perfect it. They've used it in a lot of different models, too. You know, and yeah. that, that motor start, I mean, for the small car start, I was in the Supra originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's great motor. It's great car. Good little cars. They re- really are, you know, and um, I always tell, I used to always tell people um, back then that Lexus, when it, you know, you're looking for a luxury car, a nice car or a sporty luxury car. Um, I I liked Lexus so much over BMW and Mercedes, you know, um, just because fixing them when they broke wasn't near the cost that it was, you know, to fix a German yeah. car. So, and they drive nice. They do. They drove great. Yeah. Especially back the LS 400 sedan back then as a luxury car, mm-hmm. I think drove nicer than like a five series BMW. I just do. It, it was very comfortable to drive. Well, I so. like that ISF. My, oh, yeah. my buddy had one of those. I think it would kill a three series BMW. Oh yeah. 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 Well, we had one. Oh yeah. <laughs> the I, yeah, the IS. Yeah. Yeah, F that the one the 5.0 liter one. Yeah. Yeah, with the Yamaha motor in it that thing. Like that thing was yeah, 10 quarts of oil. Well, oil change on that thing my cost was like 150 bucks back then. Nice car though. Super fast. That one was a little expensive to fix, but back then the girlfriend wanted it, so there it was. So, but anyway, yeah, Tim, I, you know, keep keep me appraised. I'd like to hear, you know, what happens. But it's going to require lots of negotiation to find a new car that you want for the price you want. I guarantee you. Right. What about um, what Costco? Going to Costco, where it's a no negotiating. Here's the price. Just go there. I've heard people doing that, and that it works. I'm not a Costco member, so I've never actually been through that process. So I don't know for sure. Have, do you know anybody that's used that? No, I haven't. But I mean, Costco is usually a pretty good company. Yeah, I've heard of that. So um, I know they have a special thing where you can purchase vehicles that way. Um, Is it still exist? That's a good question. Uh, That's why through it. Yeah, I've just I've just heard through the grapevine. You know. Yeah, with what all that's been going on at cars and and inventory, um, I'm wondering if they still have that program. So that'd be interesting to find out. But it might be, and you might be able to haggle. You know. This is what I want. Okay, this is a price, you know, and you no, this is a better price than I can get anyplace else and just to order it maybe and maybe Costco might be able to do that for you. I don't know. I know that's what they were doing before though. And yeah. So it's a good gotcha. option. Gotcha. Well, thank you guys. No, hey, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I not I'm not sure how much help we were, yeah. but uh, you know, if you need me to go arm wrestle a car salesman, let <laughs> yeah. me know. Uh, we'll roll right over we'll there. Show up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, keep me appraised. Let me know what you end up doing, okay? All right. Thanks so much, gentlemen. You take care now. You, you too, do. Tim. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Bye-bye now. All right, folks, one 888 Well, we try to help you with everything. I, I don't know how much help we were to Tim, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what he comes up with. Well, yeah, it's just the business changed so much. <sighs> it's so changed like, a lot. Uh, yep. Yeah. So one 888 That's 888 Anything automotive-related? I'm going to take a last break here real quick. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM. We're going to be right back after these messages. Education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. 
on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Margarine is up 11%. Sorry, we were watching what thing consumer prices. Pickles, 8.5%. Whoa. Oil, 26%. Gas, 19%. Airfares, 19%. Phew. It's getting expensive out there. Yeah, it is. No wonder that car is so expensive that uh, Tim wants to buy. Holy smokes. Everything's up. So that makes for a better reason to take good care of your vehicle and prevent costly breakdowns. Save you money in the long run, for sure. No question about it. Service and repair before it becomes a super big problem is way cheaper than after it becomes a super big problem. So just keep that in mind for sure. All right, folks, I want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. They are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other battery at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. Number one, technician recommended battery worldwide. You need a battery for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, we'll put an interstate in your vehicle for you. If you need a battery for any other reason, check them out at their storefronts, 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at uh, 70th and University Avenue. Interstate batteries, battery for every need. All right. Good stuff. Have an interstate mic truck. You have one in yours? Yep. Mm, No. No, you don't. (laughs) <laughs> Not, yeah, yeah, well you do in your company car yeah yeah so i thought that's what you meant paul has a bougie personal car so no i don't <laughs> no i don't <laughs> no paul likes cars so you've had all kinds of different cars since i, I have it. yeah last car you had was a jeep yep for you had that for quite a while too didn't you oh yeah long time. take it out four wheeling and stuff yep uh-huh then you had to put a transmission in it, so then you sold it because you're like, I don't want to do this again. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyway. Transfer case, front differential, <laughs> two or three front drive shafts. I got, started to get a little pricey there. <laughs> but like I, I kept going I'm out done with the it. off-roading <laughs> yeah, thing. I'm, I'm good. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm good. I bent this I'm going to save money and sell this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Cars are fun. All right. Let's see what Matt's got going on in uh, San Diego. What's happening, Matt? Good morning. I have a 2000 BMW 528i. Um, I got locked out of it the other day after a game I was playing. I, I, I couldn't get in the car. Uh-oh. And the, the transponder, it's one of those diamond-shaped transponder keys. Mm-hmm. It, 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 didn't, it didn't work to unlock the door, so I put the key in the door cylinder, and it spun around. Oh. I couldn't get in the car. Yeah. So that's that's not supposed to happen. That's common, though. I, well, here, here's the problem. that I, got, I bought new keys and had them coded to the car. When the keys were cut, I guess the, at the top, the tip, there are little, like, edges that broke off. And so now, you know, I can't, it just spins around in there, and I had to get in through the trunk. Um, my, my question is, is the lock cylinder replaceable without affecting the radio or the interaction of the, the key fob? The part that's spinning around, Paul. You know in more about those than yeah, I did. But- is it that's not but that's not uh that's not coded to the key fob the lock cylinder it's coded to the key but not the key fo- the fob I, part I didn't of, hear what the question was he what? he's asking can you replace the lock cylinder without affecting the fob itself the radio transmitter 
And the answer to that is yes, because that's just a mechanical part of the, the lock assembly that's broke inside there. Okay. Yeah, the only way to get in the car is through one one door. Mm-hmm. If if the transponder is not working. Why why was the transponder not working though? That's another question I have. Well, long story short, I I did a lot of work on it. I had a I replaced most everything after the cylinder head was off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, I couldn't get a check engine light to clear because I had. It turns out I took it to a shop. The guy tested it. He found a leak in the head, head, uh, the valve cover gasket. Okay. So I think he reflashed the memory, and now my new keys don't work. But the keys that are, you know, five years old, all of a sudden started working. And oh. And but yeah, so it, 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 I got locked out by chance. I was able to get in because I left the window open. So oh, gotcha. Well, that, yeah, it sounds like to me that they, he possibly reprogrammed it. Uh, after he, uh, take most likely a valve cover leak, he got a vacuum leak and was probably setting a lean code. So, but yeah, that, I mean, it's already done, but that lock cylinder usually isn't broken. It's just the retainer that holds it in place snaps oh. Oh. in the back. Oh, there you go. And then that, that's what it has, you know, I can't stay in position. It just spins. So there you go. You don't even have to change the lock cylinder for what Paul's saying. There's a retainer that breaks on those and that's why it spins. So you can get in there just no problem. Replace that retainer, and then they want the key and everything stays the same, and the lock cylinder, you'll be just fine. Well, I appreciate the help. It's uh, just one item on a long list of items that constantly have to be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's one of those things if you drive an older car, but, uh, you know, take taking care of her. Those keep, are, keep her on the road. Yeah, but those are good, good cars. Oh, it's solid. Yeah. I've had it for... Yeah, I've had it myself for 18 years, and, you know, I've, I've just, it's not worth much to somebody else, but it runs great, and, you know, I love it. Yeah, no, they're good. They're good cars. Nice. Nice. Thank yep. You. Get Thank that. You, John. No yeah, problem. No problem. Great talking to you. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. You too. Bye. Bye. So, good question. So, there's a retainer that holds that. That's why it's spinning. Yeah, it's like, part, it's the, they call it a carrier. So, you can, yeah. you can probably just replace that part. Oh, usually, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it is older, so, de- you know, it depends how the lock cylinder, if it's not rusted or anything. But typically, there's a retainer back there that it just breaks over okay. time. It's not a big deal. There you go. Well, it sounds like to me, it's just spinning on Yeah, it, yeah. So. When he said it's spinning, I knew it was right away. That will prob- prob- probably fix that. But, no, those cars do... Uh, all cars do. You're getting up in mileage. There's little quirks that happen to them. Yeah. So I know you, you worked at a German car shop for quite a while, so you know a lot about Yeah, I know little, all the Euro li- stuff pretty li- good. Little yeah. tinket stuff, yeah. trinket stuff falling apart as far as that goes. Um, all right. This morning we're talking about cost versus price. We've talked about several other things, but we're going to continue on here. one 888 That's 888 so what this really has to do, and what I was talking about, is a lot of folks call around and ask for a price for a repair. Why? Because what else do you ask? Most yeah. people don't know it, you know. Yeah. But what you should be asking is, do you guys uh, stand behind your work? How long you've been in business? Uh, what kind of warranty comes with the repair? Those those kind of things are great questions to ask. Um do you run a drug-free environment? <laughs> Those are important. Yeah. Well, I don't want people doing drugs working on my car. Yeah, I guarantee you that. Sense. So uh, we we avoid that at all cost. Um, 
but just important to know who's working on your car and what kind of warranty and are they going to be around to stand behind it and are you covered nationwide do you use quality parts these are all great questions to ask about getting your car fixed um and you know what they're they're, they can set you up to have your vehicle fixed at a quality facility uh for sure without question so um i would suggest that uh in doing so well if you live in san diego just come to the west automotive group you're fine but in but anyway my point to this is no no matter what um asking these questions is good get your vehicle diagnosed properly you know um is it a triple a proof facility triple a does a lot of uh um customer uh um csr you know customer uh checks for us yearly right and monthly and uh you have to keep your customer service rating uh up over 90 percent to stay with them uh does this facility employ certified technicians important uh does the facility use quality uh oem or oes parts once again important goes back to that starter thing like you got to take it off the car 52 times so great questions to ask um the low, the lo- when you call around and get a price on doing something, the lowest price that you find to do to repair something, um, is not always going to be your best option. Usually, it's not your best option. To be honest with you. Yeah. Number one, uh, when you get these prices that are all over the board, everybody's not using the same quality parts. That's a start. Uh, everybody's mate doesn't have the same quality technicians. That's fact. Doesn't always hire. You know, a quality technician that's well trained that does a great job costs a lot of money these days. They make they make a good living. Yeah, as they yeah, should. They're yeah. good at what they yeah, do. They so, yeah. um, as should anybody. That's really good at their knowledge of what they do. So, um, it's going. You know. So when you get this widespread, um, there's reasons for that. You're not just comparing apples to apples. It's yeah. not the same thing. You know. So, um, yeah, and also like you have that um, less quality technician put that starter on. It's what else they strip. You break know, you know what i mean like Dink. We, we deal with that all the time or like replacing something else and all these bolts are stripped in there and yeah like the car's been someplace else and somebody yeah yeah, that's yeah. What, yeah. oh has yeah a, absolutely like has a broken bolt but uh somebody rtv just the head of the bolt back on it i've seen that too before <laughs> yes. well Why even do that it looked good <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we find things like that. Somebody went, had worked on it, broke it, or stripped it, and then they make it look like it's okay. Yeah. Then we go to work on it, and it's like, who who was here before yeah. us? So that does happen. Yep. It does. And and, and I am telling you now um, that the having somebody that's uh, uh, not a qualified, not a great technician to work on your vehicle, in the long run, costs more money. It, it goes back to the same thing with, with diagnosis by a qualified technician. Um you know, I've had people tell me like, well, well, I, I don't I don't like to pay for diagnosis. Well, if you're going someplace that's giving you the diagnosis, then it, you're getting what you're paying for, which yeah. is not good. So I guarantee you because uh, um, a quality facility always charges for their diagnosis um, when when you have a qualified technician working on a vehicle, you know, yeah. so as far as that goes. One of my favorite stories is. Somebody brought the car in. They're like, "Oh, it won't start, but if I bang on the starter, it'll start." And it was one of those cars that the starter's buried. Uh-huh. I'm like, "How the heck?" And we so we pop the hood, and there's dent marks all over the alternator. <laughs> <laughs> <Just bang on. laughs> You're like, like uh, "I don't think that's, that's helping." Not the starter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, bad idea. 
Uh, and first off, I, I thought you were going to, because you know, you remember the permanent magnet starters, and when you do that, then it destroys the starter, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, totally oh, destroys true. the yeah, starter. Yeah, yeah. So, and now you've just created a big problem. Um, but uh, yeah, pounding on a starter, yeah. It always, always wince when I see somebody with a hammer and they're getting ready to go at <laughs> like, it, you know, whoa. and they don't know what they're yeah. doing. Like, oh, whoa, no, 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 yeah. bad idea. Don't do that. Don't do that. So. It's so funny, though, that you get to learn things about vehicles and, and, and little things to know. So I, uh, F-150 pickup truck, we, we were taking um, some friends out on Ron's boat. They were going to do a celebration of life and spread the ashes out in the open ocean um, thing. So I was helping out the boat, and, and the one guy shows up. He's driving an F-150. And he parks it in a handicap, and he's unloading all this stuff, and then the truck won't start. I'm like, it's a fuel pump. Yeah. He said, well, what should I do? I said, well, let's move it. We'll push it to a parking spot. I'd leave it. We'll go do the boat thing. We come back, truck cool down. I bet you it'll start and you can drive home. And then you can deal with it late. It was on a Sunday. So yeah. I was like, you know, and then you, he's, he's all, you think it'll start? I was like, oh yeah, I think it'll start. Probably will. I said, fuel pump's just hot. Drove all the way from Valley Center down to the bay, mm-hmm. you know. I said, if, but you're going to need to replace the yeah. fuel pump. I'm telling you now. You get a couple Death of gas. these. Somebody yeah. should diagnose it though to run a fuel pressure test and all that and figure out when it does this again. But for now, if you let it sit and the way it sounds, it's not getting any fuel and the pump's not working. Okay, sure enough. Came back that evening, jumped in, boom, started right up. I was like, there you go. Now, don't drive somewhere and turn it off Yeah. until you get home. Yeah. So go home, and then from there, you can deal with it later, you know? So, and I gave him a card. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Happy to help you. Let us know. Or you could just drop it off at the shop and Uber home from there yep. on the way. But uh, either way, um, we ended up getting him taken care of, and it was a fuel pump, actually. So, but... Uh, you know, it will leave you sitting for a little bit if it gets hot like that and you shut her off. Yep. But those are just things that you learn about vehicles and that. So, and different vehicles like Hondas with the, when you turn the key, oh, the contacts are wearing out. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shoot. So, anyway, all kinds of fun stuff. So, car noises and stuff like that's really cool. Um, and knowing and figuring stuff out. Well, there's some pretty cars they're showing there. Uh, Pacific Beach Car Show uh, for low riders, muscle cars, and air-cooled classic and, and imports. I believe it's this weekend. Um, Brendan didn't Google that stuff, but I do. Uh, CarshowCalifornia.com for more information. CarshowCalifornia.com. So, cool. Looks like some beautiful cars. Yeah. yeah. Another great car show. Always good. My, and, folks, most of the time, the, one of these things, not only do you get to get to go see some cool cars, but the stuff there, and if there's raffle tickets and all that, it's money that goes to a good cause, usually. So, all these car shows do that. Yeah. Some are for veterans. Some are for other things. It just depends. But, uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, for sure. Um, that That's a beautiful uh, uh, charger there. Old school, huh? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Anyway, all good stuff. Um, Let's see. Are we done with this? Uh, well, and the whole thing about this cost versus price, once again, is uh, um, if you buy a low-cost repair, you better put some money aside because you're probably going to have issues. You're either going to have to take it back, get something else done to it, or have that part replaced again because it wasn't a quality part. Or car breaks down alongside the freeway. You have to be towed in. Take time off of work. So you add all of those things together, what that actually, and that's the cost to this. Yeah. So if you come in, so for, here, let's make an example. You get a quote to do this repair. It's diagnosed. You need a quote to do this repair. It's $500. 
Somebody else offers to do it for 300. Okay, so you go and have it done for 300. The next day, the car breaks down again because that part failed. And now you have to have the car towed in. Okay, that's another 100 bucks. Okay, now you're up to 400. Then somebody's got to mess around with, do this, that. You lost work, doesn't that? Pretty soon you're at $600 that you spent on this whole deal when, plus all the loss of time and the frustration. Yeah. And then also, if your car breaks down on the freeway, you're put in a bad situation where it could be unsafe. Yeah. So my point to that is, Get the car diagnosed properly. Get it repaired properly with quality parts at a quality facility. Get a great warranty on it. I'm telling you, in the long run, it saves you so much money. That's my advice for today. That's all I can tell you. Can't tell you how. It's good (laughs) advice. But uh, and it is. I am being totally honest with this because, um, yeah, it's well worth not having the frustration. So, and then a great warranty on uh, on the repair is imperative because anything can happen with a car right so or even quality parts sometimes yep. but the chances if you have the car diagnosed and fixed at a quality facility with quality parts the chances of having a breakdown issue for the same thing are highly unlikely you know it just happens yep. here and there but not very often so good stuff any other words of wisdom when it comes to auto repair today paul no, <laughs> just smiled. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it. Smile and nod. Smile and nod. Um, anyway. Which doesn't help on the radio. No, it does not. People cannot see that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of our show about today and stuff. What other great automotive stuff, though? Uh, we, we could jump into some EV stuff for sure. We always have some great EV stuff to talk about. Um, I saw, uh, oh, a guy with a Ford EV truck. He was on a family vacation. He ditched the truck because of something that happened. I didn't read the whole article, but he was, it was national news and he was talking about how displeased he was with this truck because it had st- stranded them or something, mm-hmm. something broke on. He's like, I will never. And he, I guess he just left it and bought another car and went on, on the way. So Yeah, I think I saw on Facebook too, there's like companies now that just have a generator in the back of their pickup truck and they're like, when people totally run out and they're not near a charger. I'll just charge up the person's car. It's like roadside assistance. What do you think that cost? I don't know. But I don't think that's what the problem was. I think something else major happened. Yeah. I think something else major happened uh, uh, with that truck because- I'm sure. And he said it was $115,000 he paid for the truck. Those things are so low to the ground. Are they? The F-150. Is the the lightning one? It's called lightning. Yeah, Yeah, it's called lightning. Yeah. But the, the, I guess not differential- Are they $100,000 for those things? They're a lot. But the clear they're a lot. But the clearance on that thing, I was buying uh, one the other day. Uh, they're really low. Yeah, the, the electronic differential thing. I mean, it's got to be maybe six inches. So, do you think it hits tall speed bumps? Probably. I mean, <laughs> I doubt it because the tires. Are right <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, so yeah. That's true. But, but but if you had something in the middle of the road, you or know. yeah, taking a camping or off roading, I don't know. Listen, man, I I just don't get a hundred thousand dollars for something that you have to plug in everywhere and creates a lot of frustration yeah. i think i'm out man yeah I'm out. that's not my thing nah nah i like to drive right by you when you're in line waiting to get charged so <laughs> you know bakersfield out there or barstow Ooh, yeah. yeah super line 115 degrees and you're waiting to charge your snesla yeah anyway <laughs> all right folks keep the rubber side down and- 
questions. Uh, really? You're going to walk right over me, aren't you? Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show. Or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk.